It's Wednesday, February 1st. You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. A blast of Arctic air is expected to move into the region tomorrow night. At times, the wind chill will be dangerously low, approaching 25 below zero. The severe cold is expected to last through Saturday. We should learn more about Governor Kathy Hochul's ambitious plan to ramp up housing construction across the state when she presents her annual budget proposal today. Hochul is trying to address the lack of available and affordable housing across New York. Her goal is 800,000 new homes in 10 years. But as WXXI's Brian Sharp reports, town leaders will be listening for details on exactly how the governor plans to accomplish this. Pittsford Town Supervisor Bill Smith has a number of questions and one big concern with Hochul's idea for addressing New York's housing crisis. It comes down to the state wanting to override municipal control of zoning. And that is a bad idea for the people of every town uh, that it would affect, which is every town in the state. That's the same pushback Hochul got last year with a far less aggressive housing initiative. This is broader setting growth targets for upstate and downstate communities. She is promising assistance and exceptions, but also warning that the state could act to approve housing projects if locals do not. And that is what makes town leaders, Brighton Town Supervisor Bill Maley among them, a little squeamish. If you don't set a goal, you're not going to achieve them. <laughs> so it's important to say, look, here's, here's what we see as an important mission going forward. But I also think it's important to use a carrot and not a stick. Hochul's goal of 800,000 units would double the rate of housing growth seen in the 2020 census. In her budget, Hochul is expected to begin making the commitments to get there. Brian Sharp, WXXI News. On Tuesday, the State Department of Public Service hosted the first of seven public forums on confusing billing problems experienced by customers of RG&E and NYSEG. During the virtual event, the utilities heard from people like Renee Sutton of Canandaigua. She said she got an electric bill for over $900 and was then credited $1,000. I was just incensed that $943 came out of my pocket, and although I was credited it, I'd rather have it in my account earning interest than have it in their account earning them interest. Um, and the, the response to this has just been infuriating. Other speakers also said they received inconsistent and inaccurate readings and bills and complained that both utility companies have been falling short in terms of customer service and response. rg has said it recently made significant improvements to its customer service operation, which the company claims is improving the billing problems. The city of Rochester will be hosting two in-person forums on the issue on February 7th at City Hall. Rochesterians are looking forward to experiencing a total solar eclipse on April 8th, 2024. The Rochester Museum and Science Center is already making plans. As WXXI's Rebecca Rafferty tells us, they're looking for help reaching people across the region so everyone can enjoy it. Finding yourself in the path of totality, that moment during an eclipse when you're completely immersed in the moon's shadow, only happens once in the same location every 375 years. So Dan Schneiderman doesn't want anyone to miss it. The goal is to prepare and excite as many people as possible within the greater Rochester region. Make sure that literally everyone under the sun is a stakeholder and is prepared for the eclipse. Schneiderman is the Eclipse Partnership Coordinator for the Rochester Museum and Science Center. 
and they're looking for people they're calling Community Eclipse Ambassadors to help engage the public on all things Eclipse. Each of these ambassadors gets a telescope, solar filter, colanders for pinhole viewing, all kinds of equipment to engage with the Eclipse, plus a $1,000 stipend to run their own Eclipse Day event. Schneiderman says, ideally, these people are from community organizations, small businesses, art collectives, anyone with their finger on the pulse of their neighborhood. We know the best people to talk to communities are people already in their own communities. There are those trusted leaders. We just want to give them the tools. We know that they are the best people for talking and know the people who are already there. The Museum and Science Center will, of course, run its own set of Eclipse programs, but Schneiderman says hopefully these ambassadors will increase its reach. Rebecca Rafferty, WXXI News. Anyone interested in participating as an ambassador can attend a virtual info session tomorrow morning. Sign up and learn more at rochestereclipse2024.com. You can find more news on our website, wxxinews.org.